what's going on, everybody? It is April 28, 2021. It's the Fusion and Savage Show. I'm your host, Daniel, a.k.a. Fusion. And I got my boy, Rhett the Savage. What's up, Fusion? How you doing, buddy? What's going on, man? Oh, same old, same old, man. The draft is literally tomorrow night. Yeah, well... For those that will be listening, it'll be tonight because this will be posted for tomorrow morning. But yes, <laughs> that's true. That's for, true. <laughs> for, so for April 29th is the draft in Cleveland and we're pumped. Oh, beyond pumped, man. I'm so freaking hyped. It's not even funny. Yeah, man. Let's see. Uh, I, I got up a little bit of a, a little small little mock draft. Um, nothing too fancy because I think we covered all the bases last time. So I got a little mock draft. Just like and you can go over your little mock draft too, just real quick, and we can spit it for others. Um, not gonna make it a too big of a podcast today because we got a lot more to cover, and I don't want to spend too many people's time listening to something, and all of a sudden we can slam them with something else on Saturday or something, right? <laughs> yeah. Or Sunday, or vice versa, one of the days, right? Yeah, because there'll be plenty to talk about after after the draft. I mean, who knows how many trades are going to happen? Who's going to move up? Who's going to move down? What kid's going to go where? It's it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. Be a lot to yeah. talk about. Yep, yep, yep. That's going to be fun. So let's start off real quick, real quick. Um, some free agent news. Uh, just real quick. I'm pretty sure everybody's seen this coming. Antonio Brown signed a one year deal <clears throat> with the Bucks. Yeah, um, you, you got this information too, right? Yeah, I did. I did, and I'm literally the first thing that comes to my mind is seriously, all 22 starters are back. Yeah, man, and defense and the draft. Yep, defense <laughs> and off, and, and some, on, some on the practice squad came back as well. So, yeah, they. I mean, they literally retained everyone from that roster last year. Like that is insane. That's uh that's probably the first, right? One of the first teams have done it in a while. Yeah, I believe. I believe so. So that that was pretty cool. Um let's see my battery's acting up here. But anyways, um yeah, that's pretty crazy. Antonio Brown one year deal with uh, with uh, Tampa Bay. Um, you know, Tom Brady gets his wish and not only that, he's probably gonna get some new weapons too. So I could probably see that coming down the line. In this well, draft, for me, this this just goes to shore up. I mean, they can trade out of the first round now and gain multiple picks, but now they can really focus on the getting some more pass rushers to come in and learn behind Barrett and JPP, since those guys are getting older now and really bringing those young guys for that. But man, like they don't really have a glaring need anywhere on the roster. Like they're one of those teams that literally have a luxury pick every time they pick it's best player available you don't need them but they're the best right now so take them right exactly so with their gm um jason yeah saving them all their money and knowing how to save up and sign these players right they're gonna hold these players for a good what couple more years oh yeah um, some are are well who's franchise tagged um Godwin, right? Yeah, Godwin. So, so he's gonna. They're gonna look for a receiver, and then probably gonna look for a running back as well. I, I don't know um, though because they they spent a 
I think Tyler Johnson was a second round pick. He might have been a third last year. But they drafted that kid last year uh, knowing that they may not be able to bring back Godwin. And and now you got Godwin back. You got Antonio Brown back. I don't know if they're just not seeing like seeing anything good in Johnson. I I could be wrong. I don't I don't know. I th- I thought the kid was pretty talented. So I don't, I don't know. They've got a young guy there already. I I think they're going to go almost all defense and offensive line this year. Yeah, I can see that. Oh, we'll see. It's so exciting, man. Tomorrow's going to be a really, really different day. Uh, I can see them trading out of the first round. I can see that. Oh, yeah. Unless I they mean, really, really find somebody that they really, really want. But I can totally, I can totally see them giving it out and going well, and, into the second round or third round. Yeah, well, and it's a win-win for anyone that wants to trade up to that because they have the very last pick. So if anyone wants to gamble on a player and, and have that, that – to be able to exercise that fifth year option on somebody, then you have to trade back into the first to do that. So that's, I mean, they're set up for, for gaining multiple picks out of that and to only move down a couple spots. Right. Insane. Insane, bro. All right. So for, uh, I know you sent me some of these, you can go ahead and start, uh, shooting off the big trades that came in today, man. Yeah, man. That, I mean, there was several this last week, and the first one, uh, the the big huge trade is the Ravens trading All Pro left tackle Orlando to the Chiefs. Uh, Kansas City is going to get Brown a second round pick this year and a sixth round next year, and Baltimore is going to get Kansas City's first, their third and fourth, and their twenty two fifth. Like this is a, in my opinion, a steal for the Chiefs. Right, and he didn't he he wanted to leave Baltimore already, right? He he did. We literally just got done talking about this kid mm-hmm. last week on the podcast, and, and sure enough, man, they pulled the trigger, and and man, that that offensive line, like they they saw what happened to Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl, and they were like, yeah, that's not happening to our guy, and they have gone above and beyond and just revamped that entire offensive line. Well, this is a win win for Mahomes, that's for sure. Oh, that's right. Um. Yeah, yeah so, Orlando so, Brown. Yeah, that's so that's huge, man. I mean, you're getting an All Pro guy. He's still super young, um, and he wants to play for the Chiefs long term. He's already come out and said that, so they can work on an extension and and get him get him to be a lifer. Uh, also, another trade: uh, the Washington Football Team traded for offensive tackle Eric Flowers from the Dolphins for a sixth round pick today. So that's that's pretty good. He can compete for a starting job right away. There you go. Uh, and then also that just hit a little while ago was the Broncos trading for quarterback mm-hmm. Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, they gave the Panthers a six-round pick in return. And now, what's that? <laughs> go ahead. This is something you called out last time and um, saying that he was going to get traded to maybe Denver. I kind of was hearing the rumors that maybe it was going to be Garoppolo, but um, now it sounds like – Garoppolo might be hidden to the Patriots if everything goes well. Unless the 49ers hold on to him, but um, anyways, uh, Teddy Bridgewater to the to the Broncos. What do you... I still see the Broncos getting a quarterback for this, regardless if they get to it. I think what it what it shows me is Den- if, a, if a quarterback falls to Denver at nine, right there at nine, if I remember right. Let me double check. 
Yeah, nine. Yeah, they are. Okay. If if one slides to nine, which in my original mock I had Trey Lance sliding, I I don't believe that now after his second pro day and all that stuff and the way he's interviewed and all that stuff and relooking at film, I don't believe that's going to happen. But uh, if one were to slide down, then they have that luxury of saying, okay, Bridgewater was an insurance policy, Bridgewater and Locke, we just got our guy. But now they're in a situation where they don't have to trade up to technically go get one of these guys because they do have two capable guys on the roster right now. Right. You know, I mean, they've got the weapons. They've just got to, like we talked about earlier, you know, they've just got to figure out that quarterback spot. But now, like I said, it gives them that luxury of not having to trade up and expend other picks and assets to do that. Um, a, a funny fact about Teddy Bridgewater getting traded today is he's only been traded twice in his entire career, and both times were due to Sam Darnold. <laughs> it's just cold-blooded. You know, when he saw Sam get traded, he's like, oh, it's on again. <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is true. Well, he, he uh, well, where was he? Well, he was with the Jets in 2018 when the Jets drafted Darnold, and that's the year that they traded him to the Saints. I got you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I have a little brain fart here, but yeah, you're right. I totally forgot he was with the Jets. Yep. Yeah, it didn't last long. <laughs> no, no, it didn't. Um, the Cardinals and the Steelers. Um, Cardinals slash Steelers, right? Yeah. Offensive tackle Marcus Gilbert uh, retires. Yeah, and he, he actually sat out last year due to COVID, so I, I was kind of hoping he came back. He was a solid offensive lineman, but I totally get uh, – I get it. He's It's that time. He's a great player, though. Yeah, he is. And now speaking of a great player, and it's about that time, uh, Cowboys, Sean Lee. Uh, now, I was just wondering why it didn't happen sooner. Yeah. Or maybe if he was just going to die on the field, but this guy would do the injuries. <laughs> um, I swear he's a, he's a true, um, one of the, one of the best linebackers out there. Oh yeah, um, man. Those Penn state linebackers, man, they're tough. Right. Yes. So he retires. I don't know how long he was with the Cowboys. Uh, not I, a Cowboy fan, I, so I, I believe it was 11 years. 11 years. Yeah, I think it was 11 years. If you took out injuries, it'd probably be three years. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Don't hate us, Cowboy fans. I'm not being a hater. Sean Lee was actually a great linebacker. I loved watching him play. I loved trading for him in Madden, so it's all good. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, Man, we do have a lot to talk about. That's so little time, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, so we talked about this on Instagram. And I know that we... Uh, if you guys want to hit us up on Instagram, go ahead and hit us up on Caustic Sports. Um, yeah. Instagram. And uh, DM us and give us some questions that we can throw up on here. But uh, Rat and I always communicate through Instagram. That's my little deal, my social media platform that I use, but um, fifth year options. We talked about this fifth year options, this whole in the last past couple months where people have been getting signed for their fifth year option. Um, we'll start off with uh, uh, the Cleveland Browns 
sign Baker Mayfield and Denzel Ward on their fifth uh, year option. Yeah, I, I like that. I, I really like Denzel Ward. He he's to me he's a true shutdown corner, and he's only going to get better. Uh, Mayfield makes sense too because it buys you another year at a cheap rate to see if he really is your guy. Because um, I mean, if he comes out and fails this year, it's see you later. Yeah. Do you, you know? see do you see the Browns maybe drafting the quarterback mid rounds? Uh, it probably wouldn't hurt. To get a de- developmental guy, um, gosh, because I, I even, I don't even know who's their backup. That's, I mean, Stanton was over there for a few years. Uh, he may still be there, but I don't think he is. I honestly, I honestly couldn't tell you who their backup is, which is crazy for me. Uh-huh. So yeah, I mean, draft away. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, then we just got done talking about these guys right here, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Dude, and um, Vita Vea, man, the nose tackle. Like, I've got to... picked up his fifth-year option. Yeah, th- this this kid is such a good ball player, man. He he is massive, too, by the way. But he can just move, man. He is such a good run stopper. And that was... that's It's a great get. It's a no-brainer for them. Right. Yeah, yeah, he did uh, put some pressure on with um, against Mahomes this year, and so uh, along with the rest of the defensive line, he he fits in well with that scheme that he has over there. Yeah. Um. Well, speaking of big guys and and the offensive tackle for the 49ers, Mike, um, Mc, I can't even say his name right right now. I think it's McGlinchy. McGlinchy. I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, now this guy, he's a stud. Oh, yeah, um, dude. He, he, I don't recall how many miss, uh, or how many sacks were due to him, but I don't think he had none. Or I could be wrong. But I, he was I, a stud. He, he had a good, uh, year this year. Oh, yeah. He, and he's super gritty. Like, he's, he's down to get down to dirty. Like, he is, he does not shy away from the top pass rushers. He's just holds his own and does his thing, dude. Like, he is such a good, I hate that he's a Niner. Uh, cause I would love to have an offensive lineman like that. But he, he's just awesome, dude. You can't blame him for keeping him around. Gotta protect that new quarterback, too. Yeah, no joke. Uh, I'm still. I think it's going to be Mac Jones, but let's see who, who whoever he gets, he, he's going to be protected. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, Darren Payne, defensive lineman for the Washington football team. Yeah, um, another, another good defensive end. You know, he slides into DT, and he's just a good kid, man. He's he's another one that creates a lot of pass rush, and, and them letting go of Ryan Kerrigan this year, it made sense for them to keep him in the rotation. So. Uh, that's again just a quality man. These are great guys that, that are getting these fifth year options, right? Yeah, the, the list of fifth year options, man, these are really good players. And you yeah. see some of these guys on fantasy, and also you hear them on highlights. So, this one's pretty good. So, Roquan Smith from the line, the linebacker from the Chicago Bears, he got signed to his fifth year deal. And this is a no brainer for me, too, because I think they they're they're in need of defense and, and he's a leader on that defensive squad and he shows it on the field and along with uh, Khalil Mack and oh, he, yeah. they both tag team up and they're you, you both 
he's he's a good linebacker in the middle, um, oh. playing Mike linebacker as well. Oh yeah, he, he's a tackling machine, dude. Like he's just always around the ball. Uh, like you said, he's he's a good leader on that team, and he's he's too good to let him walk away. So exactly, getting, shoring him up for another year was a smart move. Yeah, why not? Yeah, they they need him there. That's for sure. Um, the Madden cover guy, uh, Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Lamar um, Jackson. Lamar Jackson. I tell you what. Um, the Ravens signed his fifth year deal, and uh, how do you feel about that? Well, they haven't officially signed it yet. Uh, they are going to. Uh, John Harbaugh reported that they're one hundred percent going to pick it up, but it hasn't happened yet. Uh, there's a little bit of speculation floating around that the, the Ravens may draft another quarterback. Um, just because, I mean, you see these, especially quarterbacks, you see these kids. Okay, so you've got Patrick Mahomes and Dak Prescott that, that just got these huge deals, right? And right. Then, you've, then you've got these second-tier guys like Mayfield and Lamar. And don't get me wrong, Lamar's a talented quarterback. I'm not not trying to argue that at all but he's not Patrick Mahomes superstar level quarterback right so you can't these kids want that money but they don't play to that standard to earn you know what I mean to 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 justify paying them that money like a like a Mahomes gets so there is there is speculation out there about the Ravens drafting a quarterback in the next two years so uh this one I'm kind of interested in to see what they do Interesting. Yeah, we'll see who land, who who lands to them, right? Um, yeah, well, if it, these quarterbacks keep dropping. Well, and it'd be nice if they'd get him some some receivers. Nothing against Hollywood Brown, but he's just a smaller frame speedster, and they need to get him a true number one. Just you know, a, a six foot three, six foot four guy that can out jump air balls and stuff like that, and just beat their one on one coverage. You see, uh, we'll get back to that. Okay. Uh, okay. We'll, we'll talk about that because I know there's. We'll talk about somebody right now. Hold on. So, uh, Frank uh, Ragan. What is it? Ragnar. Ragnar, uh, the center for the Lions. Um, yeah, they picked up his deal. So. And that and that's smart. We, I mean, your center is your anchor on your offensive line. So. Yeah, if you look at yourself at where you're positioned in the draft. Um, I don't know. They just got to go get another tackle, but with him there, will be a good asset to that team. Well, and they're obviously in rebuild mode too. And this kid's—I mean, he's only been in the league four years. You've got him for another five, so you can buys you time to get that extension done. Uh, but he's young; like it's it's just one it, very important position that you have solidified already. So it's a great building block for these guys. Yeah, for the uh, for the Lions. Yeah. Um, Quentin Nelson for the offensive. Uh, he's an offensive lineman for the Colts. Now this is a no-brainer too. If you're going to want to get any far uh, in the playoffs with uh, Carson Wentz, you need to get this guy back in there. Oh yeah, it's, Nelson is like, in my opinion, the best offensive lineman in the entire NFL. Just the grit, the smarts, the athleticism, the speed, the strength. He is freaking ridiculous, man. 
He's gonna yeah, go. He, he shows go, it on tape if you guys watch the tape. Yeah, you know what? He's gonna, there's actually a a, a little clip I was watching today. I think it was Schefter that reported it, Adam Schefter, and uh, he starts out at left guard and pulls all the way and takes out the tackle as well. Like all the, all the way the right tackles guy. He took both guys out, man. He's just he's gnarly. He can take out his defensive end, take out the linebacker, take out the safety, take out your mom, take out that bus. He's just dude. He's insane. His his motor's nonstop, man. He is everything you want in a freaking lineman. He's a beast, that's for sure, man. Big time. Um. Let's go here to the New York Giants. This is a no-brainer, too. Shaquan Barkley. I mean, he missed last year because of injuries, but I've always liked him as a top running back um, coming in. He just needed to get a good line, get a good coach, and um, I think he's in the right situation right now. This time, hopefully this year, we'll see what his true calling is, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, they finally went and got some receivers that are going to be able to stretch the field. So if, if that can't help open up some lanes and the offensive line's not horrible either. And depending on what they do in the draft, I mean, he's, it's gotta be better than his last two years. Oh yeah. By far. <laughs> Saquon Barkley. Do you see him in fantasy being a still top five pick first rounder? Maybe in fantasy. Uh, I'd say if you're in a 10 team, if you're in a 10 team, I could see him being, yeah, I could see him in the back end of the first round, start of the second, honestly. I, I, I don't, not top five, not in my, all right, put it on the board. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see how that go. Um, let's see here. Um, me personally, if, if Saquon Barkley was there in the in the second round, I'd probably snag him. So for fantasy, in second, when you when you end up in the top three in your championship every year, you get used to trying to snag these guys at the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a little jab at you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the remaining champ of our our fantasy league. Uh... So. Well, one of the champs, right? Uh, yeah. Kagan's the champion yeah, right Kagan's now. Kagan's there right now. Kagan, coffee Kagan. <laughs> um, <laughs> so let's go on to the Bengals. Apparently, the, Billy Price, uh, they're not picking up his fifth year option. Why do you think this is it? Injuries. Yes. But he's been injury plagued his whole career. And it sucks, man. He looked really good coming out of Ohio State four years ago, but it's just. It just hasn't translated to the NFL game. Like he gets injured often, and it's, uh, I mean, so he'll be a free agent this next year. I mean, if you throw a little money at him, you could try and see if he can get past that injury proneness. But yeah, what a bust! But it happens. It's the name of the game. It happens. It is the name of the game. Um, on to further news. Uh, Trevor Lawrence signed an uh, endorsement deal with um, Gatorade, up to two point million dollars. Two point, huh? Two million dollars. Um, first quarterback since Cam Newton. Uh, yeah. Trevor Lawrence is a no-brainer. Everybody knew. <laughs> everybody. Well, at first in the beginning, they're like, "Man, good luck in New York, right?" 
Yeah. But then it became yeah. Jacksonville. And now once Jacksonville went there and Urban Meyer went there, okay, it's a no-brainer. He's going to Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence is the number one pick. They gave him the playbook. He's getting married already. and He's getting loved by Jacksonville fans. So why not sign him to a $2 million Gatorade deal? Why not? Well, yeah, and, it, and he's already got like he's already one of the bigger names in the NFL, and he's not even in the NFL yet. Like everybody knows who Trevor Lawrence is. He's been a, a highly touted kid since he was in like eighth grade. But you know what? He's only lost four games as, in his entire career: two in high school, two in college. Insane, huh? Yeah, I mean, he'll have to get that used record. To I've seen that because before. He's on the Jags, but. <laughs> I mean, yeah. and, and that's get, it's going to take a couple years. <laughs> uh, <coughs> we'll see if Shad Khan moves him there. Right? No. Apparently, for what I've seen, is that uh, Urban Meyer wanted he wanted new stuff at in Jacksonville. He, if he was going to take this job, um, he wanted a new locker room. He wanted a new weight room. He wanted new stuff. That's for sure. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure they're they're investing so much into this this stadium and, and to this team there's no time they're planning on going you imagine they end up moving up to london and stuff man with his locks with trevor lawrence's locks man he'd be the he'd, he'd take over prince <laughs> you think he'd be like he'd, he'd be uh... like prince he'd be more famous than prince charming eh? <laughs> man i could see it nah um but that's pretty cool good for him you know what yeah. i mean for the kid right oh yeah um so yeah, so we got uh, some more news, and this is where I was trying to get at um, the Atlanta Falcons were out there now putting it out there that they want to trade Julio Jones, yeah. and um, this is where you and I were talking about. It's like, where's this guy going? I even put it up in our in our Caustic League um, site saying, where's this fool going? Because um, you know the best fit for me. You, I think you mentioned the Tennessee would get him, but man, why not have him go to the Green Bay? You know, I, I'd say if if I was if if any Green Bay owners are listening, I would say you would be stupid not to go throw the whole ranch at him and go pick him up. So here's so here's the issue with trying to trade for Julio Jones. His contract is so inflated. It is. It's expensive. It is. And that and that's partially why I chose Tennessee. They've got a little wiggle room. Uh, and that's I could also see the Patriots because they've got wiggle room. Green Bay's tied up, man. They just they just gave Adams that big contract. They just gave Jones that big contract. Aaron Rodgers is on a big deal. Uh, uh, Preston Smith and uh, But if they go to Aaron Rodgers and saying, Look, dude, we need if you want this weapon, you need to kinda cut some slack on your money man but why not but here's the thing too adams wants the ball he's he likes his stats and he likes being the guy it's it's different bringing in a rookie that he can help develop than to bring in a super a bona fide superstar and losing half your targets yeah, I got gotcha. you. There's there's a big difference in that, and 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 with Aaron Jones coming back and being healthy, you're also losing t- losing targets there as well, because uh, he's the preferred pass catching back in that backfield. So, I, I what just, about Miami? You think it, Miami could go after him? So I could see I could see Miami doing it. Um, 
especially if they end up not drafting Jamar Chase, which we'll get to that later. But uh, I mean, they just brought in Will Fulton, but they're going to draft. They want to draft a guy anyway. So well, yeah, the way I mean, it goes, am, am I right? They they have to trade him after June, right? Yes, yes. The they way have to that trade the money him falls, after June, yeah. because then the way he they don't get a huge cap hit. But if they trade him before June, then they got to eat up all that cash, right? Yeah. So, so what would happen is, like, say he gets traded tomorrow during the draft, it would just be on principle that hey, it goes into effect after June. I think it was June eighth. Yes, Some, yeah. somewhere in June. I knew it was in the beginning of June. So then you can get picks for this guy, especially the Dolphins. Okay, the Dolphins are up there. Um, I, I, you know, they need they need a receiver. And I know that Flores probably wants a veteran receiver there, too, that, that's actually going to help out with their game. But then again, Baltimore is also there, too, to saying, hey, come up here, you know, help us out. It, it's a possibility. Who, Where does it go, right? Unless, unless my mindset is like with the 49ers, they either cut Garoppolo, send them somewhere else, save up that money, get get a quarterback they need, and then put it in Julio Jones. Yeah, it's they could do that. Uh, I if if it were me, if I'm the Ravens, I'm trying to offer whatever it is that they want. I especially with the news that they just picked up Lamar Jackson's fifth year option. Give the man a number one receiver, please, for once in his career, so we can really see is he Lamar Jackson the running back, or is he Lamar Jackson the quarterback? Until you yeah. give him a solid passing, uh, pass catching option, wh- who knows? I mean, the kid's talented. We've all seen it, but he needs someone that's a bona fide stud. Right. I don't know. So does the, uh, I don't know, Patriots do, but the, the quarterback issue, Cam Newton's getting old. His arm's getting old, is what I'm saying. But I mean, we'll see. And we'll see what the Patriots get in this draft. Me being honest, um, but yeah, Julio Jones, Atlanta Falcons have already made it very public saying we're gonna try to con- we're gonna take offers. That's what we're doing here because it makes sense that even if the Falcons stay at four and they go get Kyle Pitts, because there's other there's other receivers there that they can use besides Julio Jones. And not only that, Julio Jones has been injured prone. Man, I had him in fantasy leagues last year and the year before that. Man, garbage. He stayed on my on my IR bench for a while. He blew up a couple times on some on some days of fantasy, but still. Yeah, like, Jones Jones is definitely a, re- a reception and yardage guy. Like he's he's not a big touchdown guy, especially later in his career, these last couple of years. But he's still like, you still have to double team him when he is out there, because he's just I I don't get it, man. It's like. There's no regression with him. He's he is so good. Yeah, he is. He is a beast. But I mean, if I was a Seahawks fan, I mean, if I you know for Seahawks, if we didn't have a, a Metcalf, I'd say bring them on up there. But we have Metcalf, so yeah, I, I don't know. But that's crazy though. That's that's the rumors of the of the week for man. So much happened over the weekend. And um, how funny. It's all all weird. And if people listening to, yeah, you've been calling it out, man. I, I've, I've been hitting you up saying, man, you called it out. 
um, Orlando Brown to the Chiefs and, uh, you know, Teddy Bridgewater to the Broncos. So I hope people are listening to this so they can be like, damn, these guys know what they're fucking talking about. I know it, it's I mean, and you're not going to get everything right, but it's it is a cool feeling when you're like, dude, we literally just talked about that. And I, I said that was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, just, it made sense. I mean, that's that's what's cool about this. So, yeah, it's a it's very, very fun fact. So what I'm going to do here is I got a mock draft kind of lit, and I'm not going to lie. Some of it bounced off of yours because in reality, I agree with the majority of what you with what you said but i still have a little crazy top 10 myself so it's almost the same you're just a little bit backwards on yours because i was looking at it and i was agreeing to disagree but i got top 10 <laughs> what did you do any trades or is it just straight up no trades you know that's kind of funny i did do a couple trades but i did i, I did one with no trades and i did one with trades oh, so see, I, I thought about it too so I'm, I'm i'm intrigued let's hear it Okay, so let's let's start off in the very beginning, okay? From the very beginning with your mock draft, okay? Your first 10 mock draft. And number one, we had the Jags, the Jacksonville Jaguars. They were automatically taking Trevor Lawrence. This is a no-brainer, right? Yes, yes. The Jets, you had them at taking Zach Wilson, quarterback at BYU. Um, I don't. I have this Ooh. feeling. I, I, I have this feeling that's going to be Fields or Lawrence. Uh, I mean, not Lawrence, sorry. Fields or um, Lance. I, I just have this feeling. So I'm going to go with my gut, Justin Fields or, to the Jets. That's just my – I could be wrong. Nobody knows, man, right? This is yeah. the name of the game. Nobody knows. Like, this is exactly – nobody's been talking about the Jets. The Jets haven't came out and talked about it. I've only heard them saying, yeah, we like Zach Wilson. We like Zach Wilson. And yeah, that's all and they that, said. Yeah, and that's it. And, and we're that's and, it. and it, it well, it went, it went. We're not trading Sam Darnold. We're not trading Sam Darnold. Yeah. Zach. So these guys are full of shit. I <laughs> truly think that you know Salah came from. He learned from Shanahan, and there's a lot of things not being leaked. There's a lot of things that are not being talked about in the Jets organization, which I do have a feeling this is going to be a new Jets that we're going to start seeing. In these years to come, okay, I, I I can see them falling, you know, being sloppy Jets as they normally will, but I'd say within the second year, I truly believe that the New York Jets are going to turn it around with Salah. I could be wrong, but that's my opinion. But as of right now, number two, you have them with Zach Wilson. I have them with Justin Fields. That's like my pick. It. I boom, like boom. it. I like it. I mean, either way, you're getting a gunslinger, man. I like I like either choice, honestly. I, it, in my personal opinion, just please don't let the freaking Jets brass ruin these kids, man. Uh, like yeah, you exactly. said, though, I, I have a good feeling about Robert Sala. Uh, we've played against him for years now, and he's a he's such a such a superb coach, and he interviews very well. He talks to the media very well. Like, I I, I think this is where the Jets finally turn it around. I think I think he's going to be like the floor, the Robert Flores of the Jets. I think he has that he has that that presence to where he leads men. You know what I yeah, mean? And yeah. look at the defense. The defense spoke for itself on the 49ers. Um, it didn't speak for them pretty well on in the Super Bowl, but I mean, <laughs> in the end, it got them there. You know what I mean? With his, you know, command and and approach the way he does that, and he's a 
he's a player's coach, that's for sure, man. And he well, and he and he's shown you his next man up mentality. Like you saw the the devastating injuries to that that defense last year for the Niners, and they just kept trucking along. I mean, yeah, you could move the ball on him a little more, but he had everybody in sync, like nothing skipped a beat. Oh yeah. So let's not forget they they beat the Rams at home. Yeah. And so that the, that that that's a good thing right there. Yeah, the Rams with Jared Goff. With Jared freaking Lion Goff. Goff. Yeah. <laughs> Jared Goff. All right. So <laughs> number three, we both agree. Stop the hate. We know he's great. Mac Jones. I think he's going to go with him for real. I think, uh, man, this there's so many people pissed off about this pick. Uh, and I get it. Like, there's, I was ticked off when the Cardinals were going to draft Kyler Murray when we had already had Rosen. Big mistake. <laughs> I knew the kid right. was a baller, but I didn't know he would turn us around this quickly uh, and, and make our team so much more exciting. So I get where people are at with this controversy for the Niners. But, a lot of people are saying, oh, Mac Jones played at Alabama. He had this star. He had this star. He had this star. That's the only reason he's good. What was your excuse for Joey being number one overall pick last year then? Nobody talked about that. And Nobody in said my, nothing. No one said nothing. And, and Joey B had just as much talent. So the, it, you're knocking you things know, that don't even make sense. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, here's the thing. I over the last week or couple weeks, actually going on a month out, and then I heard their press conference, right? I heard their press conference about um, what they're doing with Mac Jones. And, well, not Mac Jones, but with their draft pick. Um, they've already confirmed that, you know, Garoppolo is their factor on why they're getting a quarterback because he he's freaking pretty much injured. He's like made out of glass and he's injury prone. Yeah, so, they straight threw him under a freaking semi. Oh, yeah, big time. But, you know, that that means that just goes to show you they're they're looking for a quarterback to win now. They're looking for a quarterback to win now. And so back to what we're saying, stop the hate, because there's a lot of lot of people out there. And I've been watching a lot of shows, CBS, Fox, um, you know, ESPN. Some commentators are just bashing on the thought that Shanahan doesn't know what the fuck he's doing, right? Yeah. And that's just plain stupid. So they, they say that, like, <clears throat> Shanahan wants uh, Mac Jones, but Lynch wants uh, Lance, right? Or the front office wants Lance. Yeah. But Shanahan wants Mac Jones. The reason why that... Hear me out on this, because I stopped to think about it, is that if I was Shanahan, if you go back to the Shanahan name, right, all the way from Denver... And you see the people that he's dealt with. Hell, Kyle Shanahan wanted Kirk Cousins. He yes. was begging for that kid, dude. He was yes. begging for him to come over there. Okay, why? When when you look at uh, at at Kirk Cousins on film live, he doesn't he doesn't have that it factor. You know what I mean? He just doesn't have that it. Yeah, he's a baller, and yeah, he can he can win you games, but he just doesn't have that it factor same thing with with matt uh with uh matt ryan he turned matt ryan around too okay that matt ryan had an mvp season and i'm getting to where i'm getting that watch so he had kirk cousins then he went to matt ryan right am i right Mm -hmm. and he went to Matt right then 
now he came here. When he went to the 49ers, he had um who did he have as a quarterback? Wasn't, it was Gabbert, wasn't it? I think it was Blaine Gabbert. Yeah, you're right. I think it was Blaine Gabbert. And he didn't he go and get um that backup kid that we were talking about shit. Mullins. Um, Mullins. He went and got Mullins, am I right? Yeah. In the draft. He got him and he came out of Missouri, I believe. Um, Southern Southern Missouri or yeah. I don't remember. I, he I was could from be a wrong. School, if I remember right. Okay, now I like Mullins. Okay, I don't care what anybody says. I seen him live. I seen him play. He had a he had a perfect game that day, and um, and the game that I'm talking about was the Thursday night football game against the Raiders. But that day he came out of nowhere, and Shanahan told him, "Just do what I tell you to do, and you won't and you won't fuck up. You're gonna have the best game ever." And Mullins did the best that he did that day, and he dominated that whole game. Here's what I'm getting at, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, and, and stare with me, okay? If I was a Shanahan, and this is what people don't understand, and if I was a coach, wouldn't I want to draft a, co- a quarterback that is not going to outshine the coach? This So if you remember when I first did my original – mock draft when we first did my my one through ten picks and I chose Mac Jones at three and you were like whoa what are you doing this was the exact same argument and and my defense for Mac Jones Mac Jones is not gonna outshine Kyle Shanahan Mac Jones is not gonna have many mistakes Mac Jones is not gonna fumble and turn over the ball because he is a system quarterback Right. A system quarterback and Kyle Shanahan's system is proven NFL pedigree. He knows right. what he wants. He knows how to run it. Let the man do his thing. That to me all along, that's why Mac Jones makes sense. There I have nothing against Fields. I have nothing against Lance. I have nothing against any of those kids. But Mac Jones fits the system. Yeah, because the last thing you want is Justin Fields coming in. He's balling out. But then he's getting endorsements. Maybe he might sign up with a freaking porn star, you know, and start being on the headlines. Mac Jones is not going to be that guy that's going to be on the headlines unless he's getting his picking up his third DUI, you know. So <laughs> <laughs> and that's the only way that he's going to be on the news. But otherwise, it just seems so that Shanahan likes these like these family oriented quarterbacks that just stay under the radar do as I tell you. Because they were going after Stafford. Am I right? Yes. They were going after Matthew Stafford. They were really trying to do whatever they can, but the Rams gave him a better deal yeah. uh, to the Lions. So this is a Shanahan deal where I'm going to get a quarterback that is not going to make, not going to speak above me. You know what I mean? Not speak above me, but play at what I tell them to do and not not take offense to it. Because some of these quarterbacks, don't get me wrong, they're talented. They're talented as fuck. But what I'm trying to say is that they get cocky, bro. They do. They do. And they and get that's cocky, a- and then, and then they, they 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 build up their head. They want to know their Madden shit. They want to know Madden stats. According to what I've heard about Mac Jones, he's not that type of kid. Okay, he's a student of the game. Uh, student of the game. But but that's the thing, man. That team is built. They are built ready to win right now and all they need is a guy to execute and and every time that Beathard got in and Mullins got in Shanahan proved it I do Mm -hmm. not need 
a superstar quarterback. What I need is a quarterback that's going to listen to me and not run rogue when things get shitty. Well, hell, let's let's look at it this. Mullins beat the Los Angeles Rams at home. Yeah. In Los Angeles. That had to make Sean McVay so pissed off for them to make him go get Matthew Stafford. Oh, you know it did. That's when he was like, you know what, you're out, boy. You gone. You gone. You suck. You gone. Beat it. Get the fuck out of here. You suck. You, you're the worst you know damn well after that game, you know, <laughs> McVeigh went home and told his owner, saying, yo, this guy got to go. Be like, all man, right, let's wait until the offseason. Boom. Man, if I'm the Lions, I'm still pissed I made that trade. <laughs> I would be pissed too, dude, if you were the Lions. <laughs> All right, I'm off my little high horse there for a second because I, I was I one of these guys uh, like Phil Sims. I was watching C- uh, CBS Sports and Phil Sims had this thing about Shanahan and how Mac Jones wasn't going to be the fit, and, but he just needs to do this. I'm like, yo, shut up! If yeah. you guys are blind, I know what Shanahan's doing. He knows what the hell he's doing. Yep. So let this guy shine let him shine it, dude they gave the, the one thing that they're just hating about it is they gave up so many picks for that who cares yeah exactly if it's your guy and you want to make sure no one else gets him you make the trade you it's make that, the trade it's, it's that simple it mm-hmm. another thing is look at look at the explosive talent that's on the Niners roster with Ayuk and Samuel and Kittle and and Moster and now they just brought in Gallman which I think is a huge upgrade compared to Tevin Coleman, but, uh, and they still got that Jeff Wilson kid. And, uh, they had that other young receiver. I can't remember his name either, but, uh, it's full of playmakers and, and they're electric playmakers, just like he had at Alabama with Najee Harris and, uh, Jalen Waddle and Devonta Smith. It's it just, dude, it just, it makes complete sense. Well, yeah. Uh... I believe it. All right, so let's go down the list again. So we're at the 49ers off of that. <clears throat> the Atlanta Falcons, okay, so I agree with you on this one. If if he's up there, it'd be Kyle Pitts to take. Um, yeah. The, it doesn't make any sense on why they would go out and talk about how they want to get rid of Julio Jones if you're not going to go get Kyle Pitts. If yeah. Kyle Pitts is there, he's the best one for them. And, you know, with, with the other receivers that they got on that, on that team – with a tight end, that, that'd be a special um, deal for uh, for the Falcons. Um, so I agree with you on that one. Um, well, and and I wouldn't be shocked either if they do trade out of this pick. So I just wasn't a hundred percent sure who I could see moving up and and all that stuff. So I didn't even want to mess with that. But I I could see. So let me ask you this. Let me let, let me let me ask you this. Okay, let's say because I had it on one of my deals that the Patriots go up. And trade the Falcons. Okay, they trade the Falcons pick, and they move down to the Patriots um, spot. And the Patriots go and get Justin Fields. Okay. Yeah. On to the next one, the Bengals. Dude, if Kyle Pitts is there, if you were the Bengals, what do you do? I tell you, you guys, what you I start, do. you, you I, fucking start panicking and saying, "What the fuck now, man?" Because we didn't expect this to happen. You do, you like, panic, you panic, and you freak out, and you freak out. <laughs> then you look at, then you look at your new jerseys, and you see Joe Burrow sitting there, and you see that gnarly freaking scar on his knee, and you go, "Oh, that's right. I protect my quarterback, no matter what, at all costs. It's a draft day thing. Write it on the note, 
and it's Rashawn Slater all day, no matter what. Okay, that's um, for the Bengals. That's where I think you got it wrong. I got Peniel Sewell, uh, Sewell there going to Oregon. From Oregon, uh, Peniel Sewell is going to the Bengals. That's what See, I got. And, and I like both kids, dude. They're they're literally like I said before, one A, one B. I like both kids, so they can go either way with that. But I'm just you have to protect Joey. Like I get but, how intriguing Kyle Pitts is. I get how intriguing Jamar Chase is, but he can't throw if he's on the ground. Right, so the, so if Jamar Chase was there, Kyle Pitts was there, Slater or uh, Sewell, which one are you grabbing? You're still going to protect? I'm still protecting. Okay, that's good. All right, so I got Penny Sewell going to the Bengals. You got Rashad Slater. So with the Dolphins, um, you got Jamar Chase with them, and I agree with that too. If Jamar Chase is still there, I agree with that. And if not, then I do see the the Patriots moving up to the Dolphins and Dolphins moving down. Because uh, Dolphins have too many picks. Why not get more, right? Yeah. Or they, unless unless the Patriots move up to the Lions. But we'll get to that real quick. So with the number six pick, if they don't trade, Jamar Chase, I agree with what you're picking. I agree with Jamar Chase going to the Dolphins. Why not give Tua a weapon that he needs, and hopefully it works out for them. Even though they, uh, well, you know, we were just talking about Julio Jones maybe going to Miami, which would be a good fit for Miami, but uh, Jamar Chase would be good as well. Yeah, well, and and like you said, they're trying to give every reason to prove that the Tua pick wasn't wrong. Okay. Correct. And I'm and I'm not saying it was. Uh, I didn't see enough. They pulled him twice. You know, let him sit in there, and let him grow with the game, man. Uh, but this to surround him with weapons, and they went and got that offense. No, they traded an offensive tackle today, so they need to get another one. But uh, if they're gonna trade a pick, I think they end up trading their 18th overall pick instead of the sixth. Uh, if the Patriots move up at all, I think it'll be to the Lions at number seven. Okay, number seven, you have uh, Waddle from uh, Alabama, the, the wide receiver there. Mm-hmm. You, you, you're mentioning that Goff needs weapons. I'm going to have to disagree on this one. I think this is where Slater falls into, into protecting Goff. I, I know it's something that maybe these Detroit Lions don't like to hear, but it's true uh, that you guys need a protection. That's that's a given. I mean, yeah. It, that is true. Their, their line is pretty thin. I know they have Ragnar and Taylor Decker, uh, but outside those two guys, they are pretty thin at that spot. So I, I, I could see them grabbing an offensive lineman, but I think Jalen Waddle being still being there at seven is just too juicy for them to pass up. Right. Especially and again, when your receivers are Tyrell Williams and some other dude. And back to what you were saying with the Lions – Maybe potentially the Patriots move up to the Lions and, and actually grabbing the quarterback what they need, whether it be Lance or or uh, Fields. But I think Fields is going to the Jets. That's my bit, my my prerogative. But if if the Lions are there, then it could be Lance going to the Patriots. You know. Yeah, and then that and that makes a trade back makes sense for the Lions wholeheartedly, man. They they have so many because they goals. need picks. Yeah, they need picks, man. Because. Yeah, so I'm. I'm. I'm, I don't expect. I don't expect the Lions to be at number seven. That's my my thing. So I don't either. And number eight, the Panthers. I don't expect the Panthers to be there at number eight either. 
But if for right now you have the Venezuela going to <laughs> um, to the Panthers, I again I disagree because I think he's going to go to the Bengals. Um, but if you know if the Lions don't get um, Slater, then I think Slater will go to the Panthers. Um, but I could be wrong. You know what I mean? Anything else could happen, and I think that. Yeah, they need they need somebody to protect Sam Donald and also to create lanes for McCaffrey, right? Yeah. Yep. So, I, I definitely one of the offensive I, tackles, in my opinion. Right, and that's where that that does come iffy because I mean, the Panthers did like Zach Wilson, and if Zach Wilson's there, why not go grab him? You know, and have him sit behind Sam Donald because Sam Donald's on his fifth year option, right? Yeah, he will be. So, I don't know. It's very, it's very hit and miss. But to the number nine, the Denver Broncos. Now, if the Denver Broncos are still at number nine and they don't trade up or anything like that, they just went and got um, Teddy Bridgewater. If Lance is still there, why not go get Lance? Or if Fields is still there, why not go get Fields? Um, Zach Wilson also. Um, but they do need a quarterback. If not, you have uh, Patrick uh, Sertain, um, the cornerback in Alabama, going there. And yeah. I could see that it's a good fit, too. Um, that one is something I didn't disagree on as well. Well, um, so with, with them trading for Teddy B today, it, in my mind, it, it lets me know that they know something. Like, a quarterback is not going to get to them, okay? Or, or they don't like who they're hearing is going to slide. They're not mm-hmm. high on their draft board. So they're going to pivot. And, I mean, you're in the AFC West with a bunch of gunslingers. You've got Herbert, Mahomes, and Carr. All gunslingers, in my opinion. And you need to shore up that. I know they brought in uh, – they brought Kareem Jackson back. They went and got Ronald Darby. And they got uh, – uh, I can't remember. We talked about it on a previous show, but – Sertain's just too talented to pass up right here. And, and, and not to mention, you could take him away from the Cowboys. Right. Um, but I also like uh, Greg Newsom, too. So I do. I do like from, that kid, but in his he's he's often injured as well. So. One word. So, Sertain, if, if the Broncos don't get a uh, don't get a quarterback falling on their lap, then I, I do think that a, a cornerback they need uh, is what they what is what they should get. Well, and, and they uh, could go Michael Parsons too. That kid is deserving as well. The middle linebacker from Penn State. Yeah, and that that's funny you said because I was going to say they need a linebacker as well. So we'll see how that goes. Um, surprisingly, they haven't gotten KJ right. So. Interesting. <laughs> um, let's see here. So the number 10, the Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys. Now, this is something that I just got done saying. Um, I wanted to make a bet at work that you have them right now, that J.C. Horn's going to go um, from South Carolina. He's going to go to the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, his father was in the in the league. Um so it makes perfect sense for him to go and, and play for um, for the Cowboys. This is where I think uh, 
Patrick Satine goes to, if not um, Newsom. You, really, you choose Newsom over J.C. Horn? Oh, it's very, very tough, dude. It's just, yeah, oh, I'll, I'll say it. I'll say it. Man, yeah, you, heard it you heard it here first. Fusion is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, no, I the, am nuts. <laughs> <laughs> that kid's super talented. It just his injury history worries me. It, just like Caleb Farley, it, it's just their injuries, man. It's they miss a lot of time. They're they're great players. Uh, but they miss a lot of time. But well, that's Horn. our top ten. That's Holy our ten. That's it. I think that's Horn. It. That's our Horn plan. could go. Horn could go to the Cowboys, but oh, I'm so excited for tomorrow. Me, dude. Me too. I can't even like. Work's gonna suck tomorrow. It's gonna drag. It's gonna feel like it's taking three years. Oh. <laughs> it feels like Super Bowl Sunday, but better because my I, team's I, I actually was... around it. <laughs> my team isn't man my Seahawks only get three picks but I think we're going to get a little bit more picks right now um, I think the Seahawks should trade back so we'll see how that goes but uh, yeah I don't know what a, what a day dude What a, we, we chopped that up pretty fast yeah we did uh, we still almost hit an hour though <laughs> I know it's so good though we're all it's gonna be a quick show stay tuned Buckland. it's gonna be a quick show but yeah <laughs> we just start talking and we start rambling fuck it no. it's, it's what we do good. man I, I love this sport man I love this sport uh, I'm not biased to any teams I mean obviously I'm a Cardinal fan but I'll I, I'll talk teams with you all day yes I agree, and I, I try to. I do try to keep up with you, Rhett, but you're better than me when I say that, and so I try to keep up with certain people as well. Sometimes I got to do my little research before I start talking shit. Like, hold up, <laughs> hold the fuck up. Let me let me turn around and Google this shit before I start talking crap, right? But um, yeah, it's gonna be a fun day tomorrow. I know we're gonna meet up at a friend's house and hopefully watch the draft. Uh, so it's going to be fun. My daughter has a game, so I'm not going to miss that for the life of me. So I'm going to watch her play. And after that, boom. It's on and popping. On and popping. Um, so you mentioned before the show, um, before we got on air, uh, you have a trivia for me. Oh, I do. Yes, I do. So in 1993. Oh, what? thank God, man. I thought you were going to go back to the freaking 40s. <laughs> no, I was like, I'm going to make it more recent. Uh, in okay. 1993, what NFL team made off-season trades for Joe Montana and Marcus Allen? Oh, man, this is easy. The Kansas City Chiefs. Man, I, I knew I should have went older. <laughs> <laughs> that was easy because I remember that. Yeah, that's... 93, shit, what was I, 14? <laughs> I was 14, bro. I think I remember that, yeah. I think I was barely four. I thought you were going to give me something easy, dude. I mean, something hard. Sorry, my bad. I was uh, like, man, don't go the fucking... As soon as you said 19, I was like, oh, don't go 40 to 30. <laughs> black and white. I'll make it a little tougher next time. <laughs> well, that's it for the day, man. I, I really liked it, for real. Like, we did yeah, go an hour, uh, almost close to an hour. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. So, again... A lot of people been they I've been getting some positive feedback and some some feedback of saying hey we need this and we need that and um, I know we're just barely starting up this podcast right and it's 
it's it's fun. I, I I think this is a fun thing, you know. Oh yeah, thing for me and you to do. I do want to get certain people on here, um, and we get some callers in. So with that being said, if you guys want to join the podcast and you want to ask us some questions, go ahead to, to the Instagram page and to um, Caustic Caustic Sports on Instagram and DM us and ask us some questions. If not. Uh, if you want to be part of a, 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 the Anchor team and stuff like that, create an Anchor app. We go through Anchor um, to create our podcast, and it's free. Yeah, it's free. It's fast. It's easy. Uh, they've got little sounds and stuff you can add to your podcast. And and like I said before, if you want to make a podcast about uh, <laughs> how your cat looks in the rain, do it. I'm sure someone will listen to it. Just do oh. it. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun, you know, and, and they, they – they get it out there and they get it out to Spotify and they get it out to, to Google podcast and Apple podcast and breaker and, and several others. So it's really fun. It's super easy. And, and like fusion said, it's absolutely free. Right. And so what I want, want people to do, if you guys get on the anchor app, you guys can find our, our caustic sports um, page and like it and be friends with it. So then one day, if you guys really want to join the show, Boom, I'll send you an invite and you're on the show. Yeah, and, the, and, that, and that you're talking for, it up with me and the Savage, you know? Yeah, and that and that goes for all, you know, if, if you're someone that uses Google Podcasts all the time, search us up, Caustic League Sports Podcast. We're on there. Uh, same with, like I said, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Spotify. Like us. That way you get the notifications when we've got a new show up. Uh, and you can leave reviews and comments and and uh, like we stated earlier, we've got the Instagram page that you can hit us up at. It's Caustic League Sports. Uh, DM us with questions or, or something that you want us to talk about, and we'll gladly throw it in the show. Yeah, no joke. I I, I know we were talking about uh, at work and talking about the Cowboys. I got some Cowboy fans, and I got 49er fans and um, Steeler fans there, and they all talk about it. And um, I know they listen to it. Um, and that's that's really cool to me that, to know that they're listening to um, me and you talking about sports and uh, about football itself. And uh, uh, again, if you guys want to join us, feel free. Add us on the Anchor app and or go to Anchor.fm, and um, maybe we can put you on the show. Maybe we we can exchange some questions with you as well. You can be on the show with me and Savage. Yeah, if, if you just like like we said, we're gonna have. Uh like a like a state of the franchise after the draft and stuff like that and mm-hmm. it, it would be super awesome to get people that that enjoy other teams and just you, you know conversate over that and, and just how we see the team versus how a fan sees the team yeah exactly so should be fun i want to get a lot of people involved um i do am looking forward to making some interviews um i know that we're reached out we're reaching out to certain players um in the nfl and college level to see if they can do some interviews with us but they haven't heard of us we're just barely starting folks i mean shit we're just two guys two family guys are just doing our own thing and having fun with this but why not have a a good interview come into the show and, and talk some football yeah, it's, it's all in good fun, man. Right. All right, man. For April 28th, the draft eve oh, 2021. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm Fusion, and I hope you guys have a great night. And uh, I'm out. What about you, Savage? 
It's, it's me. I'm out. I thank you all for listening to us and, and keep it coming. Keep following. Have a great night. Have a good one, guys. Talk to you later, bro. Ciao. Ciao.